from MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, and Mr. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is here today. The high temps are here, and working outside can easily become a hazard. We were just talking about this, but your home improvement projects will not complete themselves, so we give you some tips and advice about working in this summer heat, and also talk about some of the top summer projects you might be doing around your house. Maybe some suggestions and thoughts. And as always, we're looking to help you with whatever you're working on. Share your question and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, a home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, and Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. The high temps are here. Man, it is brutal out yes, there. Yes, it's uh, it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. You guys should be getting into OSHA territory about now. It's amazing. About uh, I've, I've seen folks out mowing grass and things like that around 3 p.m. in the <laughs> afternoon just dying. You know I mean? Just yeah. sweating yep. and, and the face is all red like beets, and it's like, man, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. You got to take either lots of breaks or something. Man, I, I thought I was getting stung by a wasp, and I realized it was just a sun bite. A sun biting yes, you? Yes, I had. Yeah. So, uh, welcome. This is Fix It 101. Today, we're talking about those high temps outside. But I know uh, lots of home improvement projects happen this time because if you've got a couple of days with no rain, that's when you've got to get a lot of things done. Anyway, uh, we'll give some tips and advice about working in this summer heat and also talk about some of the top summer projects you might do around the house. I learned a tip about how to cool off hmm. from a, a, uh, a previous uh, producer here. You guys remember Jonas Adams? Oh, yes. He taught me a way to cool off that I'd never heard in my life, and it works. I'm going to give you that tip a little bit later on. Okay. Um, you can share your questions, comments, experiences with the uh, with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be answering some emails here in just a minute. How are you fellas doing? I'm glad to be back. We're glad I, you're I'm, back, I'm Jeff. Really, I'm, yes. I've been missing y'all. Now, you've been to Canada since we, we saw have, you last. Uh, we've been to Canada. And, and uh, have anything a... to do with some news that was <laughs> released? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I uh, got Java on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it was a fun trip. Um, enjoyed yeah. myself. So, But, uh, you know, it's always fun to come. Right. Come back. So I've seen some pictures on your Facebook about uh, things that you guys are getting done. What has Jeff done? Okay, I know someone in your in your home has told you this thing doesn't work. What is waiting no. at your house yeah. that you've got to fix? Uh, the pool. The pool? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. What's wrong with the pool? Well, it's got a leak in the plumbing somewhere. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Is that like jackhammer work? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I, I, I I'm sorry. I just made I him know. agitated. Yeah, I don't even <laughs> Everybody want to think else about is, it. too. I mean, we want to go swimming. Uh, right, no, right. I want to take a bulldozer and fill it in. You know what? 
I, I don't know how often I hear that sentiment. Uh, and that, you know, that is the well, same as the thing that I hear from my brother who says, I want to fill in my pool with my boat. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because yes. they're both money yeah. well, eaters. You know, if you ask the pool builder, uh huh. Um, we won't call his name, but his name's Rick. Right. Rick, <laughs> do you have a pool? Absolutely not. Right, right. <laughs> no, seriously, pools are great. I love them. Um, we just have some. When you're in them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. All right. Some money, Pete. What have you been working on, man? Well, we, right now we're working on um, restoring the old building downtown. We got uh, the roof. Downtown what? Uh, Jackson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's just a commercial building. It's got that uh, TPO on top, man. What's TPO? Is that white stuff? Yeah. Looks like rubber? It's like, yeah, tough fiber rubber uh-huh. uh, heated together. And um, the pool is, I mean, the, <laughs> the roof is holding water like a swimming pool. So <laughs> right. we've got to do some um, <laughs> some work up there right. to get it to drain off. That, that's backwards. Okay. Yes. We're going to, uh, let's uh, let's take a call real quick. Sue is on the line in Beaumont, and she's got an issue with a water line. What's going on, Sue? Yes, every, I'm on hire today. Hi, I'm good. How are you, Sue? And I want to say how apropos your show is about not getting overheated when you're out there trying to cut the grass and everything. Uh-huh. So I'm glad to hear that. Well, thank you. But anyway, uh, I'm on a, a water line that is a, a community water system, and every time they have to cut, cut the water off to work on the water main, uh-huh. mm. and then they turn it back on, and the water goes, you know, it goes up, spit, girls, right, right, pops, yes. kind of thing, where air is in the line. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that's not good for the plumbing. How can I bleed the air out of that line, or what can I do to, to – I know it's not good for your plumbing to go through all that, is it? And what can I do to get the air out of the line? The only thing I know, and I'm going to let the experts go after this, I just turn the water on until it stops. What? I would, too. I would I would probably use a an outside hose bib. Those are a little stronger than your typical faucet. So um, I'd just turn my outside hose bib on. The the, the outside uh, spigot. Yeah, yeah, where you, where you hook your water hose up to. Let it run for a few minutes? Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Just bleed it out. Uh, hope that helps, Sue. Thanks. Uh, yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right. So I have an interesting question here from from uh, email. You guys ready? I extended my patio, and that patio was about 25 years old at the time. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the older concrete is darker in color than the most recent. And I was wondering if I could stain it to match. Um as I was reading this, and uh, as the pros are thinking of the proper answer to give you, I'm going to tell you that I, I don't know if you can ever – match one thing or another what you can do is get darker stain and stain them both yeah at the same you time you can do a solid stain but right. to get a <clears throat> transition you never know what what you're going to get no and and i would also suggest maybe washing that previous concrete that you had i mean you don't know what it's made of yeah, yeah i would try that um you might even etch it um uh, but be careful you know with the muratic acid and mm-hmm. uh but you're you're probably going to end up with character with yeah. character. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Probably. All right. Unless you go with a solid stain. That's the only way to get a guaranteed. Uh, the same coat. So basically, you're painting it. Paint, you know, but like they call the, it yeah. stain. Right. Yeah. I get it. It's you. just a solid stain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, my wife and I were working on a, we found this drop leaf table. 
Oh, wow. Just found it for for sale for nothing. And so we've been working on fixing up this drop leaf table. It's actually, you know, it's older, it's it's sturdy, it's beautiful, great carving and great woodwork and everything. And it's just been a lot of fun for us to do and goof it up halfway. And, you know, well, we need <laughs> to change that. You guys have come quite the fixer-uppers. I, you know what? It's, it's, it's weird because you can tell we're running out of stuff to do in the house. <laughs> so we start buying other people's stuff to fix. Yeah, you know? yeah okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. Let's go to Sally. Um, and she's got an issue with her air conditioning. She's located inside air conditioning, which is good. Uh, Sally, are you with us? Yes. Um, okay. We bought our house uh, a year ago, and it was two years old. Mm-hmm. And after we moved in, we realized that when the air conditioner came on, it sounded like... Um, a jet plane coming through the house. So we had someone come out, and they looked at it, and they replaced the ducts, enlarged the ducts, and increased the range of the ducts so that it wouldn't be so loud. And that worked. And then this year it developed a whistle. When they came back out now, they're telling us that they need to enlarge the supply track that brings air into the unit Mm. and then to... uh, put dampers and balancing in the unit so that the house is the same temperature all over. We have one bedroom that's really warm at night. Yep. And I just uh, I just need some, uh, I just feel like we're being um, not told everything. Does that make sense? <laughs> Sally, it, Sally, it, it does, Sally, and and what where I think the problem originated, obviously, when they engineered your system, it was engineered uh, wrong, okay, yeah. and and now they're throwing ideas at it to try to fix mm-hmm. it. I like the way they're going. It, it sounds like that should have been the when they extended the duct, they probably should have increased. Um, uh, the intake. The, yeah, yeah. The more the more air we can get coming in that unit, the more efficient it's going to be. Right. Okay. Um, what I would suggest is call one more heating and air person and just get a second opinion, you uh, know, j- okay. just like you would if you was going to your doctor. Yeah, that's that's um, Sally. That's where I was going to start is by saying that it's 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 funny because if you'll just take a drive down any road that you live in uh, in Mississippi, you're going to see four air conditioning trucks pass you right. on the way. That's right. So I, I would um, suggest calling somebody else, getting another opinion, because there's a lot of variance on what could be wrong with an air conditioning right. system. And if you'll take a piece of paper or something and and cover up part of that intake, it's probably going to um, slow that whistle down or change it. Uh, and don't leave it on there. I'm just saying, right? Just see see what that will do, which will tell you, yeah, I think I definitely need to increase the size of this. Right. Okay. So. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yes, Thank you, Sally. We appreciate it. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Right, yeah, let's uh, talk to Ann, and uh, she's got a comment about pools. Are you with us, Ann? We're about to get beat up. Yeah. Uh, okay. My comment is please stop talking about the expense and heartache about having a pool. I am trying to get my husband. Oh, yeah. I hope Ruin that one for you. Because I really, really want one, and he won't let me have one. You know, you know the thing that'll help? Um, <clears throat> ready for this, Ann? Take him just walking. No, no big deal. Just take him walking in Walmart. 
Why? Mm -hmm. Because right now all the pool stuff is out, and Mm -hmm. all you see is pictures of of pools with a lady laying out and and umbrellas. And it's as if you're on an island when you're walking through the pool section of Walmart right now. And, too, obviously he doesn't realize that putting in a pool increases your house value by double. Obviously. Well, Obviously, he doesn't know that. Right. Care of it. right. <laughs> and it makes your wife happy. There right. You right. Go. There you go. Record that and put her on the air. All right. Thanks, Ann. Thank we appreciate you. it. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We're going to continue our discussion after the break. What advice do you have for working in the heat? Because there is some stuff we need to talk about here about working in the heat. Things like breaks and water and cooling down and, you know, that sort of thing. Call in with your questions, comments, or just tell us what you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Stammons from Houseworks. And if you miss any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. That's the way I suggest. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit one oh one at mpbonline.org. Uh, so, oh, yeah, you can call us. Did I say that? 877-MPB-RING? Anyway, hope you guys are having a uh, a great summer. I wanted to mention this. Got an email in, and it happens all the time, and every year, especially when it gets super hot or super cool. You ready? Uh, the purpose of a ceiling fan... in a room is to mix the air so that you have even temperature floor to ceiling rather than all cool air at the floor and heat at the ceiling. So with that in mind, folks, in summer, you have the fan blowing down because the air movement over your body helps you cool in winter, reverse the flow so that the fall, the fan pulls air up. And the downward flow is on the outer walls, eliminating the draft across your body. I, I know we have to say this every season. Is that what we're going with? <laughs> this time, this year, okay. everybody comes up with a different one every I know, year. I know. Yeah, I would say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It's to your comfort level. Right. You know, if it well, feels good pulling up, heat, it feels good blowing down. Heat still rises, correct? Or have we changed heat that? Heat still rises. Okay. Okay. Right. So heat's rising. Uh-huh. So in the winter time, so you're saying that we if want you to push pull down, that heat down, <laughs> see, this is it. This but is the same argument every time. What right. about the speed of the fan? It can circulate more if you got it on a higher speed. Ooh, than just, see, you've uh, you've offered an X variant you know, into the equation. Call there in. has to be an engineer listening. <laughs> yes, yes. 
That's going to take us to school here in just a minute. All right. Times 877 MPB ring. Here we go. Got an email. Uh, I'm going to throw that ceiling fan thing away. Um, okay. Leftover for when uh, Allison was on the show. We got one about a car belt. I'm doing uh, voice to text. So excuse the typos, the person says. In January, my battery light came on uh, in my 2004 Dodge Stratus. I took it to the shop for a diagnostic, and they told me that my air compressor locked up. They also said that the belt going around the compressor is also used by the alternator, so my battery won't hold a charge. What do you think about this? Uh, Okay, this will be the extent of what I know about that. If your air compressor locked up, most likely you have a serpentine belt. Sure. and Which would make sense. Which would make sense. The belt maybe snapped. What, what's if it, if it won't turn, it's a 2004 Dodge Stratus. It won't turn, and the deal. It won't, hang on. Oh yeah, the Secretary of State's behind me. That's yes. what Jeff did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waving it. Anyway, um, so they said that the belt is going around the compressor. Also, in other words, this is a serpentine belt. Sure. sure. And once the compressor locked up, then the belt started squeaking on that locked oh, up yes. course and turned burned up. And burned up. And what they're telling you, uh, Latasha, is that. Once that belt went bad, it was no longer turning the alternator, which mm-hmm. is the thing that charges the battery. Yes. That's right. So, that yes, that all works in one thing. You should be able to fix compressor, get a new belt, and away you go. Yeah, and if you're not ready, if you want to deal without the heat, you know, I mean, without a compressor, you can't bypass that with um, a shorter belt. You know, you get your mechanic to reroute right. that. But then realize you no longer have air conditioning. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, so uh, let's go real quick to Al, who's on the road and has got a water pressure issue. Wait a second, we're not there yet. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Let's keep going. Okay, uh, when resetting the heat from Easy Care to Cottons on my GE dryer, mm. this is a Timmy one, the control knob dropped off in my hand, and the prong that the knob attaches to Drop down out of sight. Mm. Oops. Uh, should I take a chance on removing the other knobs, removing the screws on the back of the panel, uh, removing the panel, <clears throat> excuse me, and trying to find a reset, uh, find and reset that prong, then put the whole thing back together? Or since I can use the dryer as is on just easy care, just wait until I get a repair person to come. Mm. I don't want to make things worse. That's fifty fifty. And I, you know, I wish we knew their their <laughs> talent level. level. Right? Yeah. yeah. What's that's, your hammer level? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's a. I will say if you're one. if you're a a type of handy person that that often works on thing around uh, things around the home, and if you're comfortable with the tools that you will need to do that job, um, such as a screwdriver, backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got to take it apart and, and, and put I it back together. The, now. I think the chances of finding that's going to be slim to none. Right. I would probably just order a um, a new knob. But wow. you got to go in to fix fish fish it back up to fish it back up so you can oh, put the, the knob on it. Spend on everything. Right. Yeah. Need. That's what happened. Oh. Mm. I, and me personally, um, I, I would, would take try it. it. Yeah, yeah, I'd take it apart. Sure, I would too. Yeah, and, and it happened to me, and I wind up buying a new one because I got frustrated <laughs> in between. Um, you know, you got to take the board off. Now you got to take the, the, the whole uh, encasing. And just remember, unplug it. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. Be prepared to dissect it and put it back together. And I will okay. say there's more stuff in there than you thought. Yeah. So, yes. right. Here we go to the phones. Uh, Al is on the line. He's on the road, and he wants to ask about water pressure. You with us, Al? Al? Can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can. Okay. You still with us? Come on, Al. Yes, I am. I'm right here. All right. What you what you want to ask? Okay. Uh, water pressure in my kitchen is very low. All the other faucets and bedrooms and uh, the bathrooms have good pressure. So what can I do to find out what the problem is? Let's uh, help you diagnose for a second. Have you turned the knobs that feed that faucet? They're wide open. Okay. All right. And how old are the valves uh, that feed those knobs? They're, they're approximately two years old. Oh. Okay. Everything's new. Mm-hmm. You know, this is going to sound silly, but uh, it almost sounds like uh, in that kitchen faucet is a screen and uh, it may be full of debris. Um, Especially, is this a new build home? Yes, it is. Okay, and, yeah. And I did take the screen off, and I uh, there was there was no degree in there, so you know. Uh, uh, that, oh, that's right. Okay. Um, do you have a manifold? Ah, I'm for a PEX manifold. manifold. Yes, sir. What what is a manifold? Okay, it's um it's it's it's, it's the water distribution center. Yeah, yeah the control you've center got for the water. Red lines going to it and blue lines going to it. Should have one. Okay. Um I, I have not looked. Okay. It sounds like if you have yeah. good pressure every place, it's a new home, you've done everything else. I'm almost guessing you're gonna have a manifold yeah. and then I'm gonna guess that that valve is not one hundred percent turned on. Right. Find that manifold in your home. If your home is two years old, you're going to have one. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, look for that and find that valve. I bet Jeff's on to something there. Okay, that's what I'll do. Thank you for your help. Sure. Thank you, sir. Okay, so here we go. Jeff begged for someone to call <laughs> again the once-every-six-month debate about which way the ceiling fan goes. Let's start in Starkville with Justin. Justin, so which way are you thinking the ceiling fan needs to go? Well, I think you guys had it. Uh, uh, correct the first the first way you said it. Okay, the first way I said it was. Hang on, let me let the listeners know. The first way I said it was turn it so that the air goes down in the summer yeah. and up in the winter. And, and the reason why you don't have it down in the winter, the summer when the air flow is down in the summer, it moves air across your skin, which helps your body cool by evaporative cooling. Okay. If you do that same thing in the winter, uh, your body's losing heat to the air moving across your skin. So you would always want the fan to go up, push air up in the winter, because it actually pulls the hot air off the ceiling, down the walls, and especially if it's a room on the exterior of the of, of whatever building you're in, it helps keep that keep the walls feel. warm. On the inside, Tim. Okay, hang on just a second, Justin. <laughs> what is your title, sir? I'm just an asset because... I'm an, I'm an, arch, I'm an architect in, in Starpool, but... Uh, okay, 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 well... This is yeah, some architect I know. I was trying to find out this reason, education right. level. All right. Yeah, the, the reason sense. the airflow in the summer down is important, and it's the same thing if you're working in the yard and you want to stay cool, get a towel and wet it, 
and 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 you can wipe your body, you can wipe your skin down with it, and it, and, and the the, you the feel air cooler outside will cool you. Same thing with the, with the ceiling fan is, is is very important that the wind comes down in the summer because it actually well what does two things one it lowers your energy bill because you don't have to keep your house as cold for you to stay comfortable. Um, so you can actually have a higher set point on your air conditioning system. Uh, with ceiling fans down because of evaporative cooling. All right, folks, you've heard it from the authority, Justin and no, Starkville. Go ahead and print this. Uh, I'm going to today. I don't know if I'm the authority. But, uh, <laughs> well, you know, you know, we still have one more to listen oh, to. No, no, this is what I was going to say, Justin. I got Brian on the other line in Gulfport. You know he's going to go the other way, right? Well, yeah, I was trained in MSU. I'm pretty sure I'm right on this one. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Let's go to Brian in Gulfport and see which way we're going with the ceiling fan. Brian, are you with us? I am. Okay, so which way are we going with the ceiling fan? It will vary by condition when you have Oh, air. man, That's what on. I said. I said that. No, 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 there is no hard and fast rule, but if you listen a moment, okay. on low ceiling heights, indoor, such as basements and maybe mobile homes, down during the summer, up during the winter. The reason, the rationale is up during the winter will distribute your warmth and you will not feel currents and drafts. Okay, that being said, high ceilings, single floor, like vaulted ceilings or 10 or 12 foot ceilings, uh-huh. always up, always. What that does... A vaulted is ceiling always up. Interesting. Well, I know where he's high, going with high, this. High ceilings or vaulted ceilings in a one-story situation. Okay, we got one more condition after this. Always up. What that does is it distributes the warm air, which is a thermocline in the upper, usually third of the room, brings the warm air through so that it can be generally captured by the lower in the room air vents that bring the air back into the the cooling coils. Okay, hang on. One example where the difference is when you have ceiling mounted return airs. Oh my gosh. Ceiling mounted return airs. Here's the other thing when you have two story rooms and you have a second story, here we go. Always up. Always up. What that does is it distributes so the upper floors do not have an overheated condition. Generally, with stair halls and second-floor bedrooms, you don't want the upstairs to be suffocatingly hot as the downstairs might be a little bit underwarmed. So two-story rooms with a second floor, always up. All right, Brian. And you said some word that contained thermal, so I assume you know what you're talking about. Um. You sound smarter than the rest of us. Well, but Jeffrey said, "So, so you know, we're going to have to do a cage match. I think uh, so. We're going to have to like uh, rent out I the really trademark do, and uh, and decide which way the ceiling I'm, fan goes." I'm still disagreeing, <laughs> but that's just okay. Me. So here we go. What do we, we have? Three or five opinions here. I guess I have way. one. Right. All so. right. Eight 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 three seven two. Give that's eight 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 three seven two four four eight three. We're going to continue our discussion after the break. You guys go ahead and fight it out out there. Let us know who wins. Listeners, what advice do you have for working in the heat? What summer projects are you working on? Call in with your question, comment, or just tell us what project you're working on at eight seven seven MPB ring. Are you literally looking it up right now? Yes, we're going to Google. That's right. Uh, that's eight seven. 672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio.
Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Daryl Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. I'm so sorry. And Jeff Sammons from Housework. Hey, man. How's it going? Uh, it is high temp time here, and we are talking summer projects, summer work, summer heat, and uh, just trying to work on things here that can keep you cool, such as the ceiling fan. And uh, Jeff went and looked it up while we were uh, – off offline here and you came up with the definitive answer this is from uh, home depot from home depot says uh-huh. um summertime counterclockwise which would be pushing now, see, you down can't even throw those terms into my push head down I, okay push push down in the in the summer pull up in the winter okay okay and and i'm looking and liz gill who's also she's just shaking her head no that's not the way because it works hey like, now i first said this is wrong now you but, know we already had a msu trained architect and some sort of nuclear physicist on before telling us which way it works jason this was this was not on the original script it wasn't <laughs> and you opened the floodgates i'm man. sorry i'm sorry i'll talk about something else here we go all right come on keep keep us cool but without the ceiling fans. Okay, we'll keep going. All right, uh, we have, here's a, an email from Jack. He says, we've got several areas of black mold and mildew in our driveway. Um, can this just be power washed off with plain water? Or is it best to treat it with some kind of chemical prior to power washing? Uh, if if it's mold and mildew, it will power wash right off. It'll just come right off. But what that means is that you got low spots in your in your driveway that where that water is collected. A lot of shade, probably. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts, guys? What, what you might suggest? I mean, you can use the driveway wash. They right. have a driveway clean wash. You know, they they uh, there's a that's a pretty cool thing, and you can rent them. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a wand that's a rotating brush. Oh yes. That oh man, those things work great. Really? Yes. Okay. I use them in the new construction world. You know, because we get mud and everything, and, right, and right. just grind it into our driveways, and, uh-huh. and uh, it works very well. It's well, well worth the sixty, the, seventy dollar rental fee. Rental, okay, good deal, mm-hmm. good to know. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Answer any of your questions right now. Um, a couple of things that are suggested for doing in the summer, but we've got to watch the heat. Uh, one of the things mentioned in here is is taking breaks. But let's talk about some of those uh, projects. One thing you can decide to do at this time of the year. Now, the two fellows sitting in front of me here uh, answering your questions for free, they can't do it. They've got to be outside. But yes. the rest of us, if you want, you can do your major inside work when it's too hot. You know, uh, yes. So this is not a terrible time to reface cabinets. It's not a terrible time to um, paint as long as you've got air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, because otherwise, you, there's no way to paint right now if you don't have air conditioning because the humidity is just off the charts right now, at least in the state of Mississippi. Yes. Um, you can uh, you can help out your yard by those little areas. You can lay out mulch. One to three inch layer of mulch will keep those areas more uh, wet mm-hmm. if you put down mulch and, and a little bit better or more tolerant of the heat. Uh, clean gutters. This is a great time to do yes. that. Uh, you can clean gutters. It's going to get messy. Cleaning gutters is messy regardless of what season. Uh, but if you're going to have cold water spewing on you, it may as well be while you're hot. Sure. 
Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. All right, some of the tips that you want to look at. Schedule frequent breaks. This is one that I'm talking about. Schedule frequent breaks. I have noticed just in the past five years, uh, the the humidity just feels unbearable oh, to me. But that's just me personally. It's 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 different, you know. As you get older, you, you can I only think get, so. I really do. Yeah, and you've got to, you've got to take more breaks. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's it's the same as uh, don't drown, turn around. So in this case, take a break and live. Right. Oh, yeah. there you go. Uh, the uh, using a damp rag. The guy mentioned it a few minutes ago, and I've got one of those like little frog things mm-hmm. that stays eternally wet, and you put it mm-hmm. on your neck, and yes. it does work great. They work great. Uh, so there's some things out there that you can do. I mentioned at the top of the show that Jonas taught me something forever ago. He was the the previous producer, and I'd never heard this in my life. He said, man, when you're working outside like that, you got to get a bucket of water mm-hmm. and just keep it next to you. And when you get super hot, if you've got uh, shoes off or you've got flip-flops on, just flop them off and put your feet in the water, and yes. you'll cool off like that. Really? Yes. I tried. I was, oh, my gosh. Where has this been my whole wow. life? Yes. That, that's a quick way to cool down, and you also can pour uh, water on your wrist and, and your uh, pressure points. Really? And it I, circulates. Man, I, I put I put uh, uh, that water down there, just regular temperature water, straight mm-hmm. out of the faucet. And, of course, it was 90-something this weekend. You put your foot in it, and you will cool down in moments. Yes. It's unbelievable. Give that a try. All right, we've got uh, Lee on the phone in Natchez. All right, this call is not about fan direction, but it's about fan height. There you go. Uh, yeah. We're, we're moving somewhere off the topic. We are. Okay, we are. Lee, are you with us? Yes, I am. All right, so what do you want to ask about fan height? Well, you know how some fans hug the ceiling almost and some are lower? Yes, sir. I'm about to put one up, but I want to get the maximum efficiency out of which one is the best, the one that hugs the ceiling? How do I go about that? We need another architect. What's your ceiling height? 12 feet. Okay. Well, no, it's not 12 feet. It's it's more like... Like an 8-foot ceiling? One sheet of sheet rock almost goes to the ceiling, so it's about 10 feet. 10 feet. Okay. I, I wouldn't lower my fan under eight. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, I would keep it at least eight feet. That's pleasing to the eye. Um, so, you know, hopefully your fan came with that little rod. Right. And uh, if not, you can you can get one, order one. Right. Oh, well, and also, Lee, I've, I've had an issue before with those little rods. Uh, and the newer fans use different sizes than the older fans. The rods, oh, yes. they're different right. sizes. But you can go to your local home store, hardware store, whatever, and they do sell those rods. Um, and you can get them anywhere from, geez, six inches to three feet, you know. Yeah. So uh, take a look at those. Okay, the main point I want to get stressed is that there, is there no difference from, from the fans that hug the ceiling opposed to the fans that are lower? Uh, you know, there's there's theory. Did you guys want to give a shot at that? I mean, whenever I have a fan that's too close to, say, the wall, it's not getting enough air intake to put out. Right. So you, you, you have to move it far enough away so that it can get the proper intake. Yeah. Okay, so that, that's the main thing there. Just, just low enough where you can basically stand up on it and feel the air coming down upon you instead of having it so close to the ceiling. I really don't want it that close to the ceiling because – most fans are basically 
six or seven, eight inches from the ceiling, mm-hmm. which is fine. And and I don't want to get that close to the ceiling. So six to eight inches to a foot, maybe, if the if the ceiling accommodates that, would be fine, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And, and the center of the room is always best. Okay, then. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye Thanks, bye. Lee. We appreciate it. Um, here we go. That Go ahead. I would say this. If you're working outside in the yard, and I see people do it all the time, wear the right uh, a gear like a hat. It's nothing wrong with um, the sun visors or um, um, a big. Big brim? Yes, yes. And, and what I do, I'll put a tile on top of my head first mm-hmm. for added protection, and it, and it gets wet and sweat, and the hat on top. And I seem to make it longer with the hat than I would without. The thing that will blow your mind is that, and, and I, I didn't learn this until I was full-on adult, that uh, wearing pants, in many cases, if the sun is bright, mm-hmm. is actually cooler a lot of times than shorts. And I know that sounds crazy, but what it is is that when the sun hits your skin, it's oh, just man. it's the difference between being in the shade and being in the sun. It's know? Biden. Yeah. So – um, here we go. 877-MPB-RING, 877-672-7464. Don't be a Superman. If you show signs of dizziness, mm-hmm. fatigue, fainting, headaches, just just take a break. Just cool off. And, of course, as you, know, everybody, as you hear constantly, drink lots of water. But, and it's real. When you're, when you're doing stuff in the summer and, you know, like I said, watching my neighbors out pushing the lawnmower this weekend – it's brutal when it's 96 degrees. You can never drink too much water in the summertime. Some people think, well, I drank one bottle. That's not enough. Mm-hmm. If you look yeah, at the amount going. of sweat you're doing, mm-hmm. sure, and and you drink one or two bottles, you still got room for four well, or five and, more. And, you know, heat, heat stroke is a real deal. Yeah, That's a real deal. And, uh, and what you know, what I found, once you have one, I read up on this, once you have one, you're more prone to have more. There you go. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just like overheating your car. Yes. You you can do some permanent damage. Yes. Yes. So, so. And if you're going in the attic, try to do it as early as possible. Even late in the evening is not going to be good enough. The attic should be off limits. Unless you're a professional. Yeah, if you walk out, you'll, you'll find that if you walk into an attic, just standard Man. temperature is 140 degrees. Sure. Just, you you know. can't do 15 minutes in an attic. Mm-mm. All right, let's go to uh, Mikey Immobile, and she wants to uh, make a comment about keeping cool in this weather, because I, I get it. Mikey, are you with us? Yes, sir. The, the feet in the water bucket thing is absolutely on it. But one that hasn't been mentioned yet that works for me um, a lot of times, and, and uh, especially if other people are working with me because it's cheap, it's easy, and it's better than nothing, um, spray bottles, the inexpensive spray mm-hmm. bottles. Oh, yeah, like misting. Yes. Yeah, Even to mist. if they're well washed, you can recycle them, you know. It's like have plenty of them, you know, before you start. Your, it, I do a lot of outside stuff, um, even in the heat. Uh that's a great idea, uh, Mikey, because that when you go to like a a place, some a, a park or something like that, now you almost always see misters because it's the fastest way to cool sure. down if you're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're ever around the the walks in the summer or the or the um, you know the marathons, things like that, there's always mist stations wherever you go. Uh, that's a really great idea. Water bottles that you can mist yourself with. Great. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to uh, John and Mobile real quick, and uh, he's got a comment about keeping cool. You with us, John? Yeah, thank you, Jason, for taking my call. Um, I had two things, a quick list of things to do working in the heat and a question about an air conditioner. Sure. Um, first of all, 
working in the heat, wear light clothing, a sun hat with a brim. You've covered some of these things. Mm-hmm. Carry a towel. You're yes. going to mop yourself, uh, you know, sweat <laughs> yes. off yourself. Yes. Um, wear a headband or a sweatband because uh, I've discovered sweat getting in the eyes burns. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Um, have ice water and a fan available and drink the ice water. In fact, load up before you go out in the heat. Really? Um, take frequent short breaks in air conditioning or at least a shaded area. Uh, don't push yourself, and you covered this a moment ago. If you begin to stagger a bit or breathe heavy, stop what you're doing and find, you know, some shade. Right. And the last one, and maybe this is most important, don't be too hard on yourself because you didn't do it in May mm. instead of in June. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's so, always uh, next year. Yeah. Right. Yes. Or wait till October. There yeah. you go. <laughs> uh, so what was your question, John? Air conditioner. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got two Friedrich air conditioners at opposite corners of the house. And uh, one of them is not cooling well, and it's icing up. And mm. I'm, I'm guessing that it needs a recharge, but can an old air conditioner like this be recharged? And is this a window unit? Yeah, it's a window. Okay. Unit. I don't have a system, and I don't have vents. <laughs> Man, that's, I think it's above my pay grade. I don't know, yeah, because uh, I don't know how one would, uh, I don't know I if mean, you can. inlets you can and step on sure, it. You can, I think you can, but that's a... Uh, that's, uh, the chemical you know, is not going to be a problem. It's just, Timmy, I wish Timmy was here. Well, right. it, it depends on the age, it could be. You know, right, because they they've they've changed. But those, and the thing uh, I would probably be most worried about are are the standards in the outlets and the inlets that they use to get the freon in there. Yeah, you know they what I'm saying. Put a tap on there and, and probably charge it up. If the thing is, you want someone that has the proper equipment to make sure they put the right amount in there and measured pressure and yes, everything. Know yeah. exactly what they're doing. They can put your valve on there and, and tap in. Uh, does that sound like what it's doing? It ices up from the bottom coil up to halfway, yeah. and then it shuts off like, you know, it knows what it's doing. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's saving itself. It's hours before it goes on again. Yeah, it sounds to me like it's low on, on coolant. Mm-hmm. And and just like Dell said, it's saving itself by coolant, uh, by turning off. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Thank you very much. Thanks, John. We appreciate it. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. You know what? We're going to be right back, and we have lots of things to talk about still. We'll uh, continue our discussion. And if you've got a summer project you're working on, call in with your question, comment, just tell us what you're working on, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. No matter if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone, Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Uh, if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.com. 
org. All right, got a couple of folks still on the line. Let's go to Craig, regulating your temp. And that's what we're talking about because it is just brutal out there. Craig, are you with us? Yes, I am. All right, so what's going on with you? Uh, I just read a health magazine said that a steam room helps regulate your temperature. And, and I used to do that. I built swimming pools in Miami. Uh-huh. And uh, you're in a hole with no wind, and and everything is dark. And, and I used to do steam. I used to do a steam, and that worked. And also, I wear a light color white dress shirt, and dip that in water. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, there are times where you can tell when it's really hot because when Dell comes in, sometimes he'll look like Panama Jack. You can tell he's been working outside a lot. You know, everything's real light color, and hats floppy, and you know, that kind of thing. All right. I appreciate it, Craig. Let's go to Rod in Gulfport, and he's got a question about a water heater. Are you with us, Rod? Hello, Rod? I can hear his TV on in the background or something, can't y'all? Rod is on the line in Gulfport. You there, Rod? All right. How about now, Rod? All right. Let's keep on moving. Uh, and if you wanted to Fill that gap rod left. 877-MPB-RING. One of the things also that we were talking about uh, this time of year, think about this, is your front door. Mm-hmm. I know this is going to sound crazy, but this time of year is a, th- is a time to think about your front door because this time of year is when it's swelling so bad. There's oh, yeah. tons of humidity out right now. The heat is unbearable, and that door will swell on, on its, mm-hmm. in its frame and sometimes get a little sticky this time of year, that kind of thing. What, uh, what I typically tell people is don't shave it down no. because it's going to get cool again. And You're going to have a bigger gap. Right. All right, let's keep going to Brian, and he's got a question about cooling. You with us there, Brian? I am. It's not so much a question. It's just a pointer for another way <clears> to maximize your cooling during the uh, summer and even help during the winter months. That's great. It's the, applica- it's the application of UV-resistant films on the window panes that you have that are not necessarily argon-filled or thermo-designed, and uh, you can retrofit this on single-pane glass. Mm-hmm. I'd recommend, depending on how much eastern facing you have for morning light, you may want to use UV with no tinting because it'll bring in the nice natural light of morning. On your southern-facing windows that don't have overhangs, you uh-huh. might want to use UV blocking that has tint. And on your western windows, you want to use UV blocking with probably maximum tint because that's when you get the harshest heat buildup by the end of the day. Brian, sounds like you may do this for a living. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's, that's I good. I don't actually install it, but I, just do, I do do the specification. No, that's, that's good, and uh, if, it, it, we'll talk to you here for just a second. So Very little expense. Well, you're talking about uh, UV film, correct? Yes. Okay. So if you were to put UV film over a window that directly shines onto, let's say, your kitchen floor. Let's say you have direct sunlight that comes through a window and hits the kitchen floor. You don't want to um, hurt uh, the ability to see outside said window. Can you put minimally tinted. Minimally tinted. So you can see through this and not really change? Minimally. I mean, you wouldn't notice it. Really? Wow. Now, if you put tint on your lower sash and you didn't put tint on your upper sash, mm-hmm. yes, you'd see an ever so slightly difference. But right. visually inside the room, you would notice no difference. How much UV does it get rid of? Uh, depends on the manufacturer, but it blocks a substantial amount. Mm. Up to, give me a figure. No, no idea. It varies by manufacturer. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, you do sell this stuff, don't you? <laughs> uh, no, sir. Um, Recommend. 
Recommend, of course. It's, it's not unlike the tinting that goes on automobile windows, but it's right. automobile windows, you do it for privacy, you do it for darkness, but you don't do that for homes. You want to maximize your visual, you want to maximize your, your view, and only on your western-facing windows that are not under a porch, you want to maximize your tinting generally. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Jeff, uh, uh, Dell, do you guys use this kind of tinting on any of your builds ever? Does anyone ever request it? Typically, yes. you know, when we're when we're um, retrofitting, we I like to do that from the factory. Oh, uh, yeah. but there is a local uh, company that uh, they sell a 3M product that mm-hmm. is that's very successful. Okay, that's cool. You know, we had a window guy on. Um, he talked a lot about that. The tinted, yeah, that kind of blew my mind because mm-hmm. he basically said that you can have what we would, especially UV protection, That's and there right. was no tinting. He, he's, the, yeah. he's the 3M guy. Yeah, he oh, okay. sure is. Anyway, he that, bulletproof glass, everything. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of amazing. All right, folks, that. Uh, we're doing summer today, and all the projects we talked about today had to do with cooling off or summer, something like that. And the last thing I guess we can leave you with is if this, you're going to be – go ahead. If if you're not sweating and you're out in the heat, something is wrong. Oh, if no, you're not that sweating helps and keep out of you, heat. Uh, cool. Yes. So if you're not sweating, you know your body is, is shutting down on you. Something. But some people happen. try to hold it like – it's something to do. Like, I'm not sweating. Look at me. Yeah, right, I was mad. you're about to go. No, yeah, you're about to fall out. <laughs> well, and, and, and this is what typically happens to me. I will be I will be uh, three-quarters of a way done with my yard and not want to stop. Uh-uh. Right. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Just stop. You can get back to it. All right, folks, that's it. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore and uh, Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Wednesday 10 a.m. show Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.